Hello and welcome to another edition of the HLS Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Ritter, and you can call me MD Tex. And as always, you can join us live here on twitch.tv slash herloyalsons. You can also subscribe to the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, and wherever you happen to get your podcast feeds at. Join us live on Discord. That is our live chat channel. You can join us at herloyalsons.com slash Discord. Of course, you can always find us at our home at herloyalsons.com. With that said, I am here to bring in Eddie. And Eddie, um, well, when this is done crashing, <laughs> how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I've It's Wednesday night, and I've already cashed a cartoon stink line ticket, so life is good. Well, there you go. That's good business there. All right. Well, we're going to try to figure out what's going on with this. Um, <laughs> I've disappeared now. Uh, apparently, I'm, I'm my computer is just having all kinds of issues. So, I mean, look, we can get the pick board up. I think that's what's important here. Uh, but anyway... So thank you for joining us. I, I guess we will have my disembodied head here if you're watching on Twitch, but whatever. I think we're here for the picks anyway, Eddie. I mean, that's what the people come for. Obviously, the most accurate, most knowledgeable picks that you can get on these here interwebs. Well, I mean, look, everything's getting a lot better. We have a lot of people over 50% now that have participated every week. Uh, eight people now. You're above 500 again, Eddie. You're hey. 60, 59, and 1. We had our first push of the season last week. Thanks, we, Clemson. And, <laughs> and I told you if you'd given me 21, I'd have taken BC. Little <laughs> did we know how right we were on that call. See, like you said, the, you have not told a lie on this podcast, sir. The most accurate accurate method of doing this. And and me, I have 69 wins. Nice. 50 and one push. And I am still on top here. But uh, Shane Ploger, he is just two games behind me. And, sir, on the extra life bet, uh, the bit cost you. <laughs> you are it's, one game behind. <laughs> the bits, the bit is going to lose the bet for me. There's no doubt in my mind. Oh, there, there is no doubt in my mind either. Uh, but hey, it, it is what it is, right? I mean, you, you just, you just got to roll with it. Got to roll with the punches, and you got to take care of what you can take care of. That's all you can do. That is true. And hey, as long as there's still a zero at the end of our record, I am happy to continue to go with the bit. All right. Well, are you ready to just keep rolling with the bit? Well, since we're finally back over 500, let's go, baby. All right. Well, the board's up, even though my face isn't, but whatever. All right. It is an interesting week, folks. I mean, Shane is, um, he's got a good name for it. I'm not going to spoil it. You'll have to tune in tomorrow evening for it, uh, but it is very apt. And we did our best. We still found 12 games here. And you can tell by what we're kicking off with, well, we might have been scraping a few sides here of that barrel. But we're going to start with Pittsburgh as a seven-point favorite on the road against Wake Forest. Eddie, who do you have? I'm going to keep riding those Panthers, man. Pitt has been making me some money. They are still playing good ball. We've seen Wake Forest enough. They are not good at football. I feel pretty confident with Pitt on this one. I just... The, it is surprising that Pitt is laying a touchdown to anybody. I don't think we were really expecting to see that this year. But Wake is not very good, and Pitt has been playing great. I mean, just thwomped Virginia Tech last week. I mean, that was just mean what they did to them. Yeah, Wake Forest also coming off a great win against NC State, but I like Pitt. I like Pitt as well. Um, they've been playing some damn good football. It's really weird. And apparently 
they can just steamroll somebody, uh, which they did to Virginia Tech, which as bad as Tech has been, was not expecting that. And Pittsburgh, they got a lot to play for. They are in the driver's seat for the Coastal. I see them going ahead and taking advantage of a weak wake defense, even on the road. Yeah, full touch on the road scares me, but I'm going to ride it. I'm going to take Pitt in this one as well. Next up, we're going to hang around the ACC. You were talking about Pitt making you money. Well, I've been making some money betting the opposite side of one of these. <laughs> that is NC State as 16 half and a point favorite against Louisville because uh, I've been riding a pretty heavy fading whatever Louisville is, is doing at all. And now that they're head coachless, they still have BVG, as far as I know. I, I'm not aware of any staff changes there. So if BVG still got a defense, I'm willing to take whatever their opponent is laying. So go ahead and give me all those 16 and a half on the road. Who do you got, Eddie? Well, you mentioned that Bobby Petrino got fired. Louisville's terrible. I think we've pretty well established that by this point in the year. I really want to just auto-fade them, but in part, you've got the dead coach bounce. You see it, it's it's always a joke in the NBA, you've seen it in college football. The other thing is, and it, it, as always, we'll preface this with it's Wednesday night, but the current <laughs> track, 91% of tickets are on NC State, Oh, but, but only 65% of the money. That's interesting. That is, That's a lot of tickets, but not a whole hell of a lot of money considering that spread. No, that is very, very interesting. All of these things lead me to want to pick Louisville. However, <laughs> like you said, BBG still around. I'm going to keep fading them. Give me that wolf pack. Very nice. I love it, Eddie. I absolutely love it. All right. Let's go ahead and move on here. We're going to head over to the Pac-12 or Utah. They won a game in November. Look at that. Ranked number 19 now, they are a seven-point favorite on the road against the Colorado team that started oh so high, and now they're rumored to be firing their own head coach soon. And who are you taking in this one, Eddie? Well, you don't have the dead coach bounce yet because Colorado hasn't fired Mac. Five straight losses and just ugly performance against Wazoo. We still don't know if LaVisca Chenault is healthy or not. Yeah, trusting Utah in November is scary, but they got the win last week against Oregon, and I'm going to trust them to take the win against Colorado, a team that really is just all sorts of out of shape. I don't see too much coming from the buffs, and I'm, I'm guessing Mac is going to be on the carousel pretty <laughs> All right, well, there you go. I, I Honestly... There's a theme this week, and the theme is there are so many home dogs right now. So, so many home dogs. I mean, look, this entire sheet in front of us, all home dogs. Every last one of these six picks that we got to lead off. Man, Utah and their November struggles are well known. You know, regardless if Chanel is healthy or not, I think teams have been able to key in on him pretty well. But Utah has been pretty garbage on the road this season. Man, I'm going to go ahead. I, I think Utah wins. I'm going to take Colorado to cover. I got a really, really weird feeling about this, and it's mostly because I've had weeks where I've done nothing but pick road favorites, and it's bitten me in the ass. So I got to take at least one, and I'm going to take a team that has traditionally struggled in November. So go ahead and give me the buffs in this one. Next up, we have the most, well, it's visually appealing as far as the uniforms on the field for Southern Cal and UCLA. 
I think that's about where the visual appeal is going to stop here. Southern Cal, a three and a half point favorite in this one. Man, it's we have so many Sophie's choices here in this one. Southern Cal has not been good. They are a chuck it and pray team. Helton is under all kinds of fire right now. Apparently not much of a real hot seat, uh, but don't tell that to any SC fans because they would love to have fired him yesterday. At UCLA, you know, Chip's bringing them along. Southern Cal still has a semi-decent defense. They'll be up for this one. They're not going to want to lose to UCLA. As much as I hate to do this, UCLA is still kind of garbage. Southern Cal has just enough talent, and I, I'm really not trusting UCLA's defense at the end of the day. So go ahead and give me the Trojans. Who do you got, Eddie? Well, you mentioned it. This is the prettiest-looking game of college football of the year. As much as I hate Southern Cal, those Reds versus UCLA's Blues. It's mm, pretty. It's gorgeous. That's a, a good-looking football game, especially if you can get can get it before the sun fully sets and you get the transition with that. Ooh, it's good luck. That said, yeah, these teams are garbage. Southern Cal has been bad, but UCLA has been worse. I want the notch in the belt for taking Helton down. So I guess give me Southern Cal to let him survive one more week. <laughs> All right. Well, Eddie, I'm not really sure if these are cartoon stink lines considering Boston College had a QB injury last week. And I personally haven't seen an update here, but this line popped out to say the least. And that's Boston College only being favored by one and a half points against a Florida State team that must win these next two games or they're not going to be bowl eligible for the first time in 36 years so florida state a home dog here by one and a half points who you got eddie (laughs) oh we're on the cartoon stink lines right here baby you're telling me florida state a team that we have seen is in fact straight trash is going to be anywhere near an even line with the Boston College team that, yeah, they got beat last week. They got beat by 20. They did not get their soul stolen the way that Louisville and NC State did against Clemson. They got beat, but they fought hard. A.J. Dillon, he's back. He he looked pretty good against he did. Clemson. Yeah, he did. And it's only one and a half? Like... That should be 11 and a half. Florida <laughs> State's terrible. Your current tickets, 85%. The money, 91%. This line makes absolutely no sense. And kids, I think we're up to 5-0 and oh on the cartoons. Let's stick with them Looney Tunes. Give me the Knowles. Yeah, we're talking about the Knowles. I went ahead and gave the spoiler alert early on the stream. Yeah, uh, you you doing the little uh, Looney Tunes pushed me all in on the confidence here. I'm like, this line stinks somewhere. And yeah. Oh, how dare you? I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, I was going to take Florida State anyway because the line did stink. I just didn't know it was full cartoon stink. This just had... For me, I don't know if it's full cartoon stink. I'm willing to go ahead and push all in that it is. When I first saw this, I'm like, you know what? This one, it has a slight smell of something that's off. You know how you just have, there's something around the house. You can't really figure out what it is. And and then finally, you just see this random thing that was just sitting in the corner. Like, ah, there it is. Let's get this out of the house. That's what it feels like to me. But man, I don't know how, I just watched Florida State get murdered. And here I am going to take them. But. 
Yeah, this line makes no sense. How BC is not favored by two possessions is beyond me. So go ahead and give me the uh, Florida State in this one. Next up, West Virginia heading over to Oklahoma State in what looks to be a shootout with that total all the way up to 73. And I tell you what, Oklahoma State has put up some decent, decent fights here in the shootouts. But um, I, I kind of get bit, bit a little hard with blindly taking the points of Texas and Texas Tech. I think West Virginia is a much better team. So I'm going to go ahead and say that this is a possession win and that possession will not be a field goal. I don't think there's going to be any weird two point conversions on this one. I think Oklahoma yeah. state is going to be reeling a little bit. Yeah. We're going to have a slight edit in the podcast. Um, That'll happen. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to take West Virginia here. I, I feel like it's going to be a, a win by a touchdown. Uh, so go ahead and give me West Virginia. Who do you got, Eddie? I am so close to calling cartoon here too you've got really an eight you got an eight and one west virginia sure they're going on the road to Stillwater, but when you get down to it okie state's five and five on the year two and five in the conference you've got mike gundy a guy who transferred as a player and has built his roster over the last few years about 30 percent on transfers calling everyone who transfers a millennial <laughs> snowflake or whatever the fuck he's bitching about. And it's only four and a half. Shootouts, that, Eddie. Oklahoma State's been keeping it close. It, it is a shootout, and that's that's why I'm not ready to call it. But, oh, I'm really close, and I don't – this line doesn't make sense to me. We know my history with Oklahoma State <laughs> games. My history with West Virginia games isn't much better. I, I don't like this line. The tickets are one-sided but not absurd. 68 and 70 in favor of West Virginia. It's not too bad. No, it's not too bad. What it has done, though, is it's moved down. It opened at 5. And it's moved down to four and a half. Okay, that's that's a little strange. That there's a little there's a little stink to this game. There's maybe like one little squiggle starting to come <laughs> off the spread. See, that's what I felt like the BC line was like only a couple squiggles. <laughs> yeah, I, see, I was ready to go full on that one. I'm gonna go ahead and try Okie State here. Oh, Eddie, don't let him do this to you. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm screwed either way. It doesn't it doesn't have to be picking Oklahoma State. It just has to be a game Oklahoma State's involved in. I'm already dead. So if I was smart, I would take you with me. But I'm not. I'm not playing six dimensional chess right now. I'm just. I'm sticking to three D. Fuck it. Give me the pokes. All right. Let's move on to the other side of the board here. We got number sixteen Iowa State facing number fifteen Texas. Texas, a three point favorite in this one. And hey man, uh, Eddie, I don't know what you're going to do on this one. Have fun. I will be in attendance for this game. Oh. Unless Notre Dame does something really stupid and I've you know, <laughs> jumped off my balcony or something. But currently my plan is to attend this game with uh, my best friend growing up. Should be a good time. I like what Iowa State's doing this year, man. I think Texas is going maybe the wrong way. Tom Herman as a fa- I mean, they did hit the Crabtree revenge spot last week. That was absurd and a rough way to take a loss in that one. 
Oh, yeah. But, I mean, to be fair, the week before Texas, hell, the last two weeks before Texas has been on the wrong end of some bad losses. I'm expecting another close game. I feel like Texas has played every game super close this year. I think it's going to continue. And so I'm going to take Iowa State because, one, they've been pretty solid against the spread, six and three on the year, same as their record. And I think they may just pull off this upset. Oh, well, I'd feel a lot better if this game was in Ames. This game is not in Ames. (laughs) There's no doubting on that. Yeah, I am. Honestly, I like what Ellinger's doing. I think he's really, really hit his stride. Texas's defense has been slightly questionable, and I think that's being extremely generous there. Uh, but and at the end of the day, I think Texas can go ahead and push this out. I, I do like what Iowa State's doing. I just don't like that they're on the road in this one. So I'm going to go ahead and take Texas. Honestly, if this spread was – if this was even three and a half, I would consider taking Iowa State. But the fact that it's just three, I, I maybe I'm just overreacting to what happened last week where I got blown up on a two-point spread for Texas, and it's affecting my judgment here, but I'm just going to roll with it. Next up, somehow this is your main event of the evening as far as ESPN ABC is concerned. Number 24, Cincinnati. Number 11, UCF. And if you call that at the beginning of the season, you're insane. And seven-point favorite is UCF. And, look, UCF has been doing nothing but winning. And But one thing they haven't been doing too well of is covering. They had an absurd cover mark to hit. Uh, they had a higher spray than Notre Dame did against Navy, and they didn't cover it. Uh, they struggled against Memphis. They barely pulled that one out when they had a large spread. It looks like, I don't know, you may know better what UCF is against the number, Eddie. Now, I, well, d- I definitely think UCF's going to win but I'm going to go ahead and take Cincinnati to cover this one. They actually, they did not cover Memphis. Uh, they did not cover Navy, but those are the only two that they haven't covered somehow. Really? Yeah. I, I actually thought that they were worse on the year, but according to the fine folks over at Sportsline, they're six and two against the number on the year. That being said, Cincinnati has very quietly put together a fantastic year. They've got a really good defense. They have, I mean, you talk about Navy, UCF struggled with them since he put 42 on them oh. and blanked them. It was a 42 nothing shutout. Damn. Uh, their one loss came to Temple at Temple. It was not a good performance. It's, it's hard to defend it, but I think this is a very good defense. And UCF's offense, while they have stayed, you know, I think they still have the, the longest 30, over 30 point streak currently active. It has not been the terrifying juggernaut that it was last year seven points i think is enough i i think since he can cover this and honestly i think i might do a little sprinkle uh, because, I, i'm not brave enough for that <laughs> well and and here's why i say this not that i think ucf has a chance anyway but we all know that there is no better organized crime family in this country than the NCAA. <laughs> and so just to shut up one potential side note of, oh, UCF is still undefeated. Why don't you give them any respect? Maybe somebody from the home office is in the ref's ear <laughs> or in the replay officials here. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just asking questions. <laughs> not saying it's going to happen, but we're just saying, wouldn't it make sense? <laughs> just asking questions out here as any good journalist would do, because that's what we are. 
It's about ethics and gambling journalism. (laughs) Ethics and gambling journalism. I can't even get my damn webcam to work right tonight. Uh, Whatever. Anyway, yeah. um, And I think the other wild card in this one, Eddie, is that it is a primetime spot that both of these teams don't get a chance to have. So I think both of them are going to be up for this battle. And I like it to be close. But, man. Uh, have fun with that money line. I'm going to be in, in Vegas, and I don't know if I'm going to be brave there. We'll see how drunk slash spicy I get on Saturday. We'll we'll see. Mississippi and Vanderbilt. Uh, <laughs> apparently, Vegas thinks this one's going to be a shootout because the total is 67. That thing's almost pushing 70. Vanderbilt, a three-point favorite. Eddie, who do you have in this weird-ass game? This one, hmm. This is interesting. I mean, we know that Old Miss has no defense but can put points up. Vanderbilt, man, Vandy Unders last year was cash money. And if you look this year, seven of their games have gone under the number. Damn. But their defense isn't what it was last year. I, you know, here's here's what I'm going to go with. Right now, 82% 82% of the money or 82% of tickets, 78% of the money is on Vandy. I know it's a public ass year. I don't think I can trust Vandy with that many people. That's way too many people on Vandy. <laughs> unless, unless Robbie Calland is just sitting at the booth and reloading tickets every five minutes, <laughs> something, something's off there. Give, give me the oldest Mississippi you got, please. Okay. Well, I, I'm going to go ahead and take Vandy in this public ass stuff. And, and I don't know if Callen's back there. I'll, I'll go check in Vegas. I'll give you a text. If I see him behind a, a sports book window, I'll let you know. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, what I, I want to pick against what I trust less and the unit I trust less on the field more than anything else is that trash ass defense for Mississippi. I will never get it out of my head that Mrs. Tex alma mater, the Southern Illinois Salukis put 70 plus points up on these motherfuckers. Never will get that out of my head. I can't in good conscience pick a team like that. I can't, I can't do it. That's what I'm sticking with here. Not, not so much the public ass year, not anything else. I don't trust Vandy at all. I just trust Mississippi's defense. None. <laughs> Absolutely none. All right, next up, we're going to get into some Pac-12 action here. Both of these games going on around the same time. Arizona going on the road to Washington State, where Minshew and that mustache is favored by nine and a half points at home. And Arizona is looking a little bit better. But the problem is Washington State's looking really, really good. I just don't see them getting tripped up before the Apple Cup. I know this is a potential look-ahead scenario, but Arizona overall have not been good, and Minshew has just been nails right now. So go ahead and give me the stash. I'm taking the Cougs. Who do you got, Eddie? This is the spot. Here it is. You're calling it? It's all going to come crashing down. (laughs) Give me Khalil Tate. Give me Kevin Sumlin. Uh, I really like Gardner Mishu. I like what Washington State's been doing, but it's still Wazoo. <laughs> you don't you don't wash that out with a fun mustache that you make everybody on the sideline wear. They're having too much fun. I know they're at home. I but no, this is it. Arizona has been playing better, uh, covering the last three weeks, winning the last two. Uh, nice win against Col- Colorado last week. And two weeks ago, beat the absolute hell out of Oregon. 
this is it. This is the spot. Someone, someone's got something cooked up. <laughs> this is it. Get, get you some on the money line. Let's have some fun, ladies and gentlemen. This is where the Pac-12 dies. <laughs> I just uh, see my whole storyline with the Pac-12. It, it ends with two things, and and maybe we'll go into the other one on the next pick. But the one is it's going to go all the way up to the Apple Cup. There's going to be hope all the way into that point when Washington wakes up and smacks little brother down. That's that's really what I'm banking on here. But oh man, I tell you what, I. I I almost like that that it happens here. You almost taught me into it, but I'm not going to switch. I'm going to stick with Wazoo. I'm going to stay right there. All right, next up, Herm. We got another Herm pick, Eddie. Herm's here. Herm's here. Herm may be winning the Pac-12 South, and that's the other scenario I'm looking at in the Pac-12 because the Pac-12 has just been absolutely insane. Nothing that I think I know about Herm ever makes any damn bit of sense. Oregon is the favorite here by three and a half points at home. I don't trust Oregon at all. They have progressively looked worse. As you said, Arizona curb stomped them. It wasn't necessarily that I think that it absolutely exposed Oregon as a terrible, uh, rather, that that was Arizona getting on track. I think that more exposed that Oregon is just falling apart. That team should have beat Stanford, a now bad Stanford team we know. They couldn't finish it off there. They're falling apart at the seams. Herm, for whatever reason, has got his guys playing. You're going to give me over a field goal. I'm going to take it. Jesus Christ. This one's for you, Dino. I'm taking Herm. What about you, Eddie? Fuck Herm. (laughs) I'm going back to the principle that I laid out at the beginning of the year. Last week, while it was a good week for the picks, was maybe my worst week betting. Oh, no. Oh, I had a beautiful week on the tickets. I I chased a lot of second halves. A lot of spreads that we had picked had changed to numbers that I didn't like. I ooh, it was not good for your boy. It it actually put me in the red on the year. Oh no, on the, on the season, which was which was very disappointing. Damn, I was it playing was, with house money by the afternoon. <laughs> I I mean, I had been up on the year, and then last week happened. And one of the things that we did, and maybe it's what karmically brought it all down, is I trusted motherfucking Herm to cover a spread against UCLA. Against fucking UCLA. Oregon covered against UCLA, but you know who didn't? Herm. Who didn't cover against UCLA, Ryan? Herm. Fuck Herm. Give me the ducks. Quack, quack. Oh, I love it when you're on your spicy principles. That's great. All right. Well, we got one more game to pick, and it is out in New York City. Notre Dame, a 10-point favorite as the quote-unquote home team in some of the most god-awful jerseys known to man against number 12. Yes, this is... Jesus, of course I get fucking Adobe update bullshit. (laughs) If it's going to go wrong, it's gone wrong for me this week on the technology side. It's been weird. Anyway... Somehow this is a top 15 matchup, Eddie. There's zero chance that any of us predicted that at the beginning of the season. But here we are. Now Syracuse is the largest, and everybody's been pointing to this. Syracuse is going to take Notre Dame down. They're going to take Notre Dame down. That's they're, they're having to travel outside of home. They're having to wear god-awful jerseys. Here's the thing. Syracuse doesn't have a fucking defense at all. Their defense is garbage. Yeah, they gave Clemson a slight scare, but that was because a quarterback got knocked out, and it just so happened that was the same week that Kelly Bryant quit on the team, and all of a sudden, they had no plan C. 
and it kind of went awry. But Clemson still pulled it out. Syracuse just didn't have enough bullets in that gun. They couldn't get anything going on Clemson's defense. They ain't going to get shit going on Notre Dame's defense either. I am super spicy on this one. I'm going to be right there behind that counter, Eddie. We're sitting there in Vegas. I'm going to have a Notre Dame jersey on. I'm laying big on Notre Dame. Go ahead and give me that 10 points. I think they absolutely easily cover this one. The only thing that I am God honest worried about is just how embarrassing those jerseys will look. That's that's all I'm worried about. I think those are going to look like such garbage trash that it's going to make me hang my head in shame. But the result won't. Notre Dame all the way in this one. Eddie, who do you got? I am contractually obligated to take the points of Notre Dame's opponent. I will take Syracuse plus 10. Ryan, will you allow me a moment for just a a tad bit of anger? Absolutely. Football in baseball stadiums is an affront to God and should not be allowed. This is horseshit. I hate it. I hate that we're giving up a home game in November. I hate these jerseys. It is... It is wrong fundamentally, (laughs) emotionally, morally, physically, and spiritually. Could it cost us? I think it might, karmically. But I thought that last week with the green jerseys, and we were fine. We were more than fine. We were easily fine. Syracuse, much better team than Florida State. They have a much better offense. They have something besides one of those subway turnstiles as an offensive line. <laughs> they have a team that actually has not quit, but is playing very good football. You were right when you said that you will be behind the counter. Everybody is on. This is <laughs> this is pit 2.0. Everybody is on this for the upset. Really? 63, 63% of the tickets, 71% of the money. Damn. And. And so far, this is the highest ticket count that I've seen for the week, too. Wow. Excluding, you know, the games tonight, obviously. I'm going to have to report where, where I see this line around various uh, Vegas facilities. See what the difference may be. I would, I would be interested to see how much this line moves. So far, no movement, really. I've, I'd seen nine and a half in some places, but I had mostly seen ten from the jump i don't know about you the total is at an interesting place because vegas is looking for a shootout which scares me a little bit because i don't think there's too much of a concern about us being able to put points up i mean for god's sake louisville put 23 on syracuse last week (laughs) which if you do the conversion is like 45 for any real team and we get ian book back so we should be good for at least high 40s you would think think. you know i don't i don't know maybe they're worried about the foul pole could knock down a pass because we're in a goddamn baseball stadium (laughs) which is wrong uh i'm i'm trying i'm also as you can probably tell, trying to buy some time because I'm trying to figure out what the weather's going to be like if we're looking at maybe some snow. It's oh, going to be very cold. I wonder. <laughs> uh, you know, that's sadly been trademarked by another fine <laughs> property, but I'm, I'm a tad curious if we might get some weather. It, it obviously didn't really come into play last weekend at Notre Dame. 
Saturday. Actually, no, Saturday looks to be gorgeous. High of 47, mostly sunny. Oh. So I think we could be in for a lot of points. I do not think that the contract is going to help me here. I think I'm going to once again take a shot on the bet because of the bit. Well, I mean, this is it. Just get it. Just just keep winning. Just do the damn thing. Yes, absolutely. We're so close. We're so close. So damn. It, it was funny. Tariko in the second half was saying Notre Dame ten quarters away from the playoff. I'm like, oh, that that made me nervous. <laughs> Don't, don't don't say it out loud how close we are to this man i uh, wish i mean i wish my camera was working i want to pull up my beautiful punk cast hoodie right now so pissed it's not I, working i got mine as well it's great but you don't pay me enough to see this beautiful face so i'm not gonna show you mine either well apparently i don't pay myself enough to have my fucking equipment working right now <laughs> hey look at it this way <laughs> you're getting all the bad juju out before you go to vegas you know what this is a very good point and I, I tell you what, let, let's 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 part the kimono a little bit. So I, I mean, it's been well established that Shane and I were going to record the sim uh, yesterday, which we did, uh, but it got delayed by damn near an hour and a half because of technical issues on my end. Anything that could have fucking gone wrong with my computer did. So we're just we're just continuing that fucking trend right now. So I really hope you're right, Eddie, because God God honest truth, it has been such a nice year for me on on the on the betting right now that i am terrified that when i start hitting some tables when i start going to the actual book gambler taketh hard <laughs> for my success i mean that is certainly very possible i would advise sticking to actual tables as opposed maybe to the virtual or computer tables yes uh, i am i am not a fan of the uh the where i cannot see a person Although, however, um, did did you know, Eddie, that Vegas now has wonderful technology? Now, I'm the other reason I'm in Vegas is for a freaking Final Fantasy 14 convention because I'm a gigantic video game nerd and I've been wanting to go to one of these for a long ass time. But they have technology now. I'm like, man, this sucks. How am I gonna pop out and and you know really scratch that gambling itch when I'm in the middle of nerd stuff? They have a phone app, Eddie. I can go to I can go to the counter and say, here's my account, put this money in this account, and I can just make bets and go pick up my winnings later. The, it's a beautiful thing. We live in the you know, future. You have, give, you have to give Vegas credit for a lot, and one thing that you definitely have to give them credit for is they are more than happy to take your money in whatever <laughs> form, no whatever shit. medium you want to give it to them. As always, there's a reason those buildings are tall and shiny. You know what? I don't. I don't need a tall building. I. I don't. I don't even need a wing. I don't even need a suite. I just need a. You know, may, maybe a mortgage payment. You know that that that'd be fine. <laughs> that would be good. I wish you nothing but the best of luck, my friend. I. I hope that IRL Gambler will treat you as well as apparently he's been treating you on the season. I am looking forward to a bounce back week with my local establishment <laughs> and to continue staying above 500 it feels good to be above water after drowning well yeah man takes. that's that was foolish thing to do and much like it was foolish to lose those picks irish my my sweet beautiful boys it would be so foolish to lose now and god help me the jokes will never end if you lose in those fucking uniforms <laughs> They'll never end. Oh, you thought God. four and eight was bad? Holy hell. Think of how long this will last. You cannot lose this game. 
why would anyone lose a game ever? It seems bad. It seems like it hurts feelings. <laughs> you might be sad. Could could affect relationships. Why would you do that? Just, just doesn't don't. make any sense. Just don't do it. Just win the football game. And as far as the rest of the slate, look, it's, it's SEC SoCon Challenge Week. It's not the best slate. But kids, Thanksgiving is next week. We've got three weeks left of actual regular season college football. Think about that. Cherish this. You may think, okay, this isn't the greatest week. We just gave you 12 games that a lot of them will be fun to watch. And even if they're not fun on their face, that's what gambling's for. You put a little on the side. It doesn't have to be money gambling. You make a bet with a buddy. Do something dumb. I don't know. Maybe make a little sexy time bet with your special <laughs> significant other. That could be fun. Get uh, well, well, we'll leave it there. I'll leave it to your imagination. We only have so many explicit. We're on Twitch now, sir. We got to be careful of where, where we, we start driving this car. <laughs> Man, I, I've seen some things on Twitch. We're fine. We got plenty. Of, we got plenty of room. to. This go. is also true. Friends. I love you all. I still love college football far deeper into the season than I've been able to in the last few years. Let's just keep winning. And then let's set those fucking uniforms on fire because God, they're so dumb. Never pinstripes. Never the fuck again. Remember children go Irish. Never play football games in a goddamn baseball stadium <laughs> and hell gambler. All right, folks. Well, thank you very much for joining us live and dealing with the, uh, the technical issues. So that all being said, that's going to do it for us. Thank you again for joining. You can always join us live here at twitch.tv slash sons. Make sure you are around the channel. It will actually start on time. It's scheduled 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern for the NCAA preview and sim. And you can also join us at Discord, herlittlesons.com slash Discord. Subscribe to the podcast over at Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts at. That said, go Irish, beat orange. Have a good one. <laughs>